Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Moving Into the Future. Today, we are joined by Michael Monet of Move Solutions. Move Solutions is a proud partner of the Total Office Solutions family. And we're also joined by Anthony Parziali, president of the Advance Group, my first recurring guest on the podcast. Uh, thank you, gentlemen, for joining me today. Uh, you know, these are, for, for our listeners, these are two of the most successful gentlemen in the moving industry. So today we're going to have a nice conversation about growing your, your move business over time and uh, the founding of OMA and, you know, what that means for the future of the industry as well. So again, thank you for joining me, gentlemen. Glad to be here. Thanks for having us, Jeff. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, a, a little background. Michael has uh, had his business for 34 years, built it from the ground up in Dallas, Texas, and he serves uh, all of the major markets in, in Texas. Uh, so, Michael, I want to start with you. You know, growing your business that much and then in the last 10 years having the proposition of, of OMA, the Office Moving Alliance, uh, brought to you, you know, what has that meant for you as a, as a founding member when that first started and, and how has it helped you you know, uh, grow your business? And, and what was it that was appealing about OMA, you know, when, when you first got started? Well, I, I want to point out that, that OMA is actually 16 years old, not 10. And, and I say that because I think it's an important thing, anything that's going to be in front of the public, that we talk about our legacy and our, 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 our tenure that we've been in the marketplace. You know, OMA not only has been in business for 16 years, it's been in business through three of the most um, significant recessions our country's ever had. One driven by a pandemic, one driven by a liquidity crisis, and the one before that just driven by stupidity. And, and, and so OMA is um, another gate. It's another revenue gate in one respect. It's an extension or continuity of uh, an entity that may have a, a, a local or regional presence. You mentioned that we're successful in the major markets of Texas. Um, a, a little bit of a shortfall there. We're successful in the major markets of the North American continent. Right. You know, in, 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 uh, as OMA has grown, so has grown Move Solutions, both in its local footprint where we've widened and deepened our resource base um, but in additionally, in a national prospect, what, what OMA brings to an OMA member in terms of opportunity is if you truly embrace the power of OMA, then you embrace, you embrace the power of um, morphing your own internal resources into something more significant. To be able to work on a national basis requires a very different infrastructure than be able to run trucks and guys around the city you live in. And, and so it, it, it's been a, um, a significant journey, a significant add to our resource base, a significant add to our revenue base, and a significant, most important of all, significant add to the ability of our firm to think quickly, decisively, with confidence, whether local or national. Yeah, that's really well said. That's, um, you know, the, the way by just being a member of OMA it elevates your company, you know, strictly by membership. And then once you get involved in the organization, then you heighten, you know, your, yourself and your employees to even another level. Because again, you've just immediately expanded from a local company, you know, like you said, running running movers and trucks uh, to a national organization, you know, servicing 
all cities in North America. Um, Anthony, I, I certainly think you would tend to agree to that. Um, but again, you know, as a founding member who was, you know, meeting with Michael 16 years ago, you know, what was it that was uh, most appealing to you uh, about joining the organization at first and, and, you know, the potential that you saw in it? Yeah. Well, first of all, I'm going to say that everything Michael said was very well said, and, and I agree with, with pretty much everything he said. Um, you know, what was most appealing to me um, was, first of all, I found that, you know, I was around, I was in a room with um, the best of the best, you know, guys that have been doing this for certainly even, even longer than me and um, are very successful at it. So one of the interests I had from the get-go was the fact that I was able to share best practices with this group and, and they acted as almost like a brain trust to me, you know, being a bit younger in this business, you know, um, you know, we've gone through uh, several growing pains at the advanced group over the last 20 years. Our, our company, the advanced group has, has grown significantly and being part of this group had allowed me to basically learn from some of their mistakes. So it cut my learning curve or, uh, you know, I, I more quickly got through those growing pains. And, uh, you know, I didn't have to make the same mistakes that, uh, that they might have, you know, because they say one of the best ways to learn is, is make a mistake, which I've done plenty of those in my career. But if I could uh, rely on some of uh, the folks in the group that have done uh, such a great job with their companies, it allows me to avoid those mistakes. So uh, the best practice sharing for me was was definitely one of uh, the best things uh, I felt. You know, especially since you know we're we're in the same business competing, but not necessarily in the same local markets. So it allowed us to be a bit more open and um, and to share those ideas. Very true. Very true. And both well said. And you know, I think that's an important thing to know that you're a phone call away from some of the top leaders in this industry in their respective markets is such a, uh, you know, nice asset to have, uh, you know, as part of your business. And I, I think it's very important too, because when OMA was getting started, you know, it was a round table meeting, you know, between business leaders to, to come together and, you know, create a, uh, uh, you know, fraternity, you know, brotherhood, um, you know, group where we're going to trust each other and we're going to work together to, to, to raise ourselves. And prior to that, you know, nothing like this existed. You know, there was the, the van line solution, um, but that was more so built for, for the residential aspect of uh, moving and, and storage and things of that nature. And Michael, you know, we were talking about it before, you know, how important is that to, to have these local commercial moving leaders in these markets who you can go to, uh, you know, opposed to the van line solution. Um, you know, why is that important for you? Well, I'll, I'll give you two examples. In, in the last two weeks, we've had cause to do significant business outside uh, of Texas. One of them was in a, in a city that isn't currently, um, gosh, how do I want to say this? adequately sized, the local OMA member isn't adequately sized to the task that we had. And, and so one of those rare moments where we had no choice due to the complexity of the task to use um, a local van line agent who we vetted. And, and so we did the task, it, we, we ended up working with contract labor where we weren't um, expecting that. The guys didn't do that badly. It was kind of a medium job response but then we find out two days later when the client wants to view some of the, the furniture that was taken offsite to the warehouse, 
that has been put into residential vaults. And so this vault is a big wooden box. And that wood, big wooden box is now in the middle of a great big wooden box made up of a bunch of little wooden boxes. And there's no go look at your chairs. And you know, so there, there's a mentality there that's not connective to the one thing, the two things, the three things that make up office moving. Starting with furniture, does it exist? Are we going to touch it? You know, following up with their general contents typically creates things like that. But then something that we were part of inventing in the country is how movers do technological uh, technology services of disconnect, reconnect, topology, low voltage cabling, uh, dressing cabling. So when you're dealing with an OMA member, you're dealing with someone that understands what you do for a living, where the uh, where where the business generated itself, where the you know it was born with that client. So, so th there's one example. We were old school exposed to that environment. Another example is just three or four days ago. Um, one of our youngest salespeople, who's a lady, um, had an opportunity with a, a, a local national based CRE commercial real estate firm, where their top property manager, 42 years old, a, another lady, um, had an emergency pop up in, in Las Vegas in this case, with a building that has 41 tenants, 18 floors, and they've discovered a foundation issue significant enough that they need to clear the building right away. And, and, and so she'd been exposed, the property manager had been exposed to um, a little talk we'd given, called over, my lady shot over to Las Vegas in about four hours, walked in with a local OMA guy that we just did a million dollar project with at Nellis Air Force Base, kind of rebuilding Nellis Air Force Base. We had proposals to her for every one of 41 tenants in a day and a half and started working in the second day. Because that's a, it's a continuity of our firm, in this case to Las Vegas, were our very capable partner there. They didn't have to discover who we were. They didn't have to discover who we work as. They didn't have to worry about payment or sequence of money. You just go to work. It's right. an amazing thing. Right. And that, you know, uh, process and streamlining capability that is allowed, again, through OMA to, you know, make things happen quickly for the client, you know, because that really is the most important aspect of all of this is servicing our clients in a greater in a greater way compared to our competition. And, you know, we're both in major markets too, you know, with, with Dallas and New York respectively, where we can offer a competitive advantage that our competition simply can't. And, you know, to be able to do this, Michael, like you said, in all North American markets, you know, wherever there is a need, and if we have a connection in that market that, that stems from a local connection, that makes our clients' jobs so much easier and to do an 18 story clear out, uh, you know, and have it mobilized within essentially 48 hours is an impressive feat that cannot be, um, produced or allowed for, uh, you know, if you weren't, uh, incredibly qualified and a part of this organization simply put, and again, that could go wrong so many different ways. If that client's in a, in a bind and they start, you know, going on Google or Yelp, or, you know, somewhere searching moving companies and they wind up with a residential mover um, who, who simply isn't equipped for the job, but there's not many movers I know who are going to walk away from an 18-story clear out, you know, considering the price tag that's available on that. So to be able to do that, uh, you know, 
knowing that you have yeah exactly knowing you have the right person you know i i I would be a complete failure if i didn't take just two minutes to insert back into there as wonderful a story as that is we have stories that beat that yeah okay let's go back to the the fall of, of 2021 where one of our global clients approached us and told us that they were about to bankrupt 51 of their properties involving 128 project moves and that we would never be given more than four five hours notice. Mm-hmm. And, and so one of the, the major jobs we had, three, four stories, as I recall, right dead in the middle of Manhattan, right here with your own uh, Mr. Pizzoli, five hours notice and you're complete mobilized on site starting to move people out in the middle of Manhattan for crying out loud. Right. And, and, and that project went well. And, and I'm pleased to report that all 127 of those projects went well, um, all provided either by our firm in our locale or by able uh, OMA partners uh, throughout the country. It was an amazing example of where someone who's got national business or continental business uh, can turn to this and have truly reliable people on the other end of every one of those phone calls. And and, and I want to offer one more advantage here. We talked about it offline a moment ago when we were talking about comparatives to to the historic band line agent and not, is one of the things that when when a large client comes to us, you know, what's a large client? Well, that's minimum regional, national, Global. I, I have three global clients that we work with, um, and and then OMA itself, I think, is in Nigeria today doing a, a project. But when you deal with OMA, you're not dealing with an entity that is subject to bankruptcy. Right. You know, our industry in the last ten years has seen two significant bankruptcies: the cane companies along the eastern coast, and I can use their name; they're gone. It's dead. We'll talk about the dead. The cane companies disappeared in a single day. And then one of my favorite humans on the planet, David Grable, did an amazing job of building a 45-city van line. And, and, and as that drifted towards decline, it bankrupted in a single day, left people hundreds of jobs across the country in the midst of the jobs, just it's gone. With OMA, the worst you can have is, we've never had this, but a partner will bankrupt, then the other partners fill that hole. It, we're, we're, we're a resurgent, tough, resilient, economically unfallible entity. Exactly. And that, and that strength in partnership is so important. And, and Anthony, you probably know better than me because, again, you know, you're a founding member, you know, along with Michael. And, uh, you know, you, you've seen the evolution of OMA and, and, you know, how that works, you know, and again, Michael just said it too, with, with this project that we did, just did, you know, what is that, uh, the, well, I should say, what is this fraternity of OMA, you know, mean to you when, you know, when you get that call from Michael saying, listen, Anthony, or, you know, I might go to Jeff, you know, listen, Jeff, we got one of our biggest national accounts, you know, you know, we know who it is. Um, we need your, your guys there in five hours and here's what we're doing and here's what, 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 you know, needs to get done. You know, that, that's gotta be a different phone call from, from a lot of other people. But, you know, when you get that call, how are you operating from there? You know, what are you doing to make sure that you're representing Michael and move solutions in the best way possible? 
Yeah. Well, first of all, um, you know, it starts with training in our organization. So from the top down, everybody that works for my company lives and breathes OMA. OMA is treated, a partner calls, it's treated as a priority. There's no such thing as no. There's so no such thing as we need more time. You know, to Michael's point, sometimes we get a call within four or five hours, we need to move. Um, you know, and we need to gear up and, and get labor uh, to a job site and start performing the work. You know, the example Michael used in Manhattan, I think we had less than 24 hours notice when that first job came into Manhattan. And it was a sizable job. This wasn't a job I needed to send the truck and a couple of guys to. We had a manned job with 30 plus laborers, a few trucks, project manager and oversight. Um, you know, the speed to market demands from these type of clients are huge. And it's, it's our responsibility as partners to take that very seriously. And, you know, our, our goal is to provide a, uh, um, a seamless service. So although the company that Michael may be dealing with is headquartered in some other part of the country, Michael has the relationship in Texas, the work is being performed in New York, you know, it seems, you know, this can't be presented in a disjointed way. You know, that phone call is as if we're all one company. And it's handed and we all handled, we all have a vested interest to perform. And um, it's something that we live and breathe every day. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that makes a ton of sense. And, um, you know, again, I think so uh, almost like, um, like fairy tale about the start of OMA and like, you know, the, the group coming together. I've heard so many stories about it. Um, I'd actually like to hear right now, what was it like when you two first met? You know, was it at that round table? Was it in person? You know, Michael, why don't you tell me the story about the first time you met Anthony? So Michael doesn't go to very much. <laughs> um, let me think now. I, I know I went to um, one of the early meetings was in New Orleans and John Kane was there. Anthony, you were at that, weren't you? I believe so. I believe so. Um, you know, it's it's so long ago, Jack. It's, it's right, right. So, you know. so let let let's make this a uh, um, my team because Oma and your place in Oma is never decided. It's never defined by the faces you see on the screen today. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, the 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 Michael of today leads and is responsible for supporting over four hundred families across what is now five firms, Move Solutions being one of them, all of which focus on the tenant. We're busy being that guy. Yeah. Anthony's being busy being that guy. Now we have another partner who's probably bigger than both of us who still spends all of his time in trucks. He calls me twice a week from the cab of a truck. I think he calls Anthony too, actually. Yeah, he does. <laughs> we kind of we keep him this side of nuclear explosion, but yeah. Um, on, uh, on this particular meeting, my folks had been nagging at me, you're a founder, come to this. And it, it was, I think, one of the, the second annual meeting or something. So, so I got in my car in Dallas, Texas one day, and I, I drove to New Orleans. It's about, a, it's about an eight-hour drive, and, and I needed a break. And, and so I drove down through the swamps, and occasionally you see the gators missing heads because there's a bounty for that head. And, and um, so that's the original roadkill. But I get there, and I check into uh, the Royal Sinesta on Bourbon Street. And I'm fine. And, and, and then the first meeting really is after dinner in a bar. Mm -hmm. 
And, and this is working all, everything against my sense of how I want to spend my time. I, I'm really not a drinker. And, and so I go and I walk in and a lot of people see me and say, hey, Michael, how's this and that? Then this one guy, John Kane, all right, um, walks up and he says, so you're Mike Manette. And I said, well, so you're John Kane. And he goes, how many crates do you have? he wanted to compare how many crates did we each have in some sense of that sets the pecking order and and um yeah you know it it was hilarious john didn't think it was hilarious but that's my memory of the first time i met oma member owners in the collective it's summarized by how many crates do you have (laughs) And, and so Anthony is far more polished than that. He doesn't care how many crates I have. No, no there's a lot more to business than that. Yeah. Yeah, certainly. Certainly. And, I, and I've heard stories about that. Uh, that's not the same uh, New Orleans event that uh, Jim went to. Was it, Anthony? I don't think so. I think no, that was earlier on. Yep, yep, yep. Right, right. Okay. All right. I'm just trying to get my sense of time here. New um, Orleans is a favorite OMA meeting place. Yeah, for for lots of great reasons. It's a wonderful city. We have a we have a spectacular partner there. Um, I will tell you though, on on that particular meeting, I I went back and I, I went to bed and I woke up about I don't know two thirty in the morning and drove back to Dallas. God bless you. God bless you. I wasn't in the mood for meetings that week. I had able representation. I, I had a great moonlight drive back to Dallas. That's yeah, that's not a bad drive back. I could see how that being, uh, you know, nice and nice and peaceful. But one of the things that you said during that answer was, you know, being responsible for over 400 families and, you know, five different, uh, you know, companies, Move Solution being one of them. That's an interesting aspect of both of our businesses. And I think something that, uh, you know, we share um, is being very, dynamic and and offering several different services and products um, to our clients. Michael, in 34 years, how how have you approached that growth? Um, You know, getting into different avenues where where you see an opportunity and you think, I can grow my business here. This is another revenue source for me. You know, what does that look like? Because again, as a young professional who's trying to grow their own business in some sense, you know, I'm, I'm looking for those opportunities as well. And Oma has helped you so much in business. Michael, how has it helped you personally? I, I think you have to consider two things. And, you know, while we had this little break a minute ago, I pulled something off my wall that I'm going to try to show here. So that's a you move. That? It says move solutions. It's like a tag. It's an old move solutions no. tag there. Is that what it's that is? A, it's a third graders business card made of clay. <laughs> and so my daughter, Amy, who is now 41 years old and is our chief operating officer for Total Office Solutions, and you guys know her well, and is the general manager for the Dallas, uh, basically in North Texas region, at that time um, was the little girl that made that most solutions business card at the beginning. And it hangs in my office on, to, on just to the left side of the door to remind me that my own sense of self, and we'll see how close I come to, to Anthony here, okay? My own sense of self of being a swashbuckling pirate, 
pilot, sort of off, plunge forward, follow me personality has to be moderated um, with backstops financially and with effort in respect of the families that we employ. You know, why are we in business? Well, most of us in, as OMA members long ago reached a moment of how much do you need when you have enough? And so that's not some part of the left uh, comment of any kind. It, it's a, it's reality. How much do you need when you have enough? And then begs the question of what do you do with the rest? And, and, and the people that I've met within almost unilaterally have elected to continue to invest in their business. They've continued to invest in the people around them. You know, I was with uh, an interview yesterday. We're interviewing someone to be the president of our, our, our furniture platform. We're now one of the largest furniture dealers in the Southwestern United States. And we had come out of our, our showroom downtown. It's 90,000 square feet. And there, there's probably 40, 45 cars in the parking lot. And, and, and he asked me, are, are these all clients? And, and I said, well, no, there's not that many people in there. I said, what well, these are are families. When I go to one of our facilities and I see cars in the parking lot, I see a family. I see a man and a woman and three kids and a dog. I don't see a Honda. And, and it's just like this little business card. It's a reminder that the more successful we are, whether it's with OMA or local business, that we have a responsibility for a couple of words. And those words are predictability and stability. Mm -hmm. What we offer our client, what we require from our suppliers, and what we offer each other as coworkers is predictability, stability. That means no puzzles, no mysteries, and no surprises. And any of us, anybody listening that ever listens to this, I just described what we all want. A little bit of love mixed in there and appreciation. You just, I just described a life. And, 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 and that's the joy of this. I mean, my goodness, I know you're looking at the youngest 69-year-old you've ever seen this morning. Um, and, and, and notice my grin and my enthusiasm. I, I love what we do. My daughter says it's because I view it as a hobby. It's, it's a pretty serious hobby at this point. Certainly is, and quite an interesting one as well. Um, you know, Anthony, and that was very well said, Michael, thank you. Uh, you know, Anthony, you know, for you as well, because again, when, when you started at the advanced group in 2001, um, it was, you know, I think you sat down with Jim and it was, uh, you know, not an idea, but you know, it was a, 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 a very, what's the best way to put it? Like, a, a you know, a very, um, small operation, you know, and, and, you know, mostly doing a lot of residential work and the Malloy brothers is obviously, you know, one of the most impressive moving companies, residential moving companies in, uh, you know, the tri-state area. But as far as the commercial, you know, brand and, uh, division, it was, um, it was in its infancy. That's what I was looking for. You know, what was it when you were getting started there and you've seen it grown that has been most rewarding and allowed for you to, you know, try different things and seek new opportunities and, and, and grow the business? Well, one of the most rewarding things for me was, you know, look, the, the relationship that I, I, I had from day one with Jim Malloy is, you know, it's a special relationship. You know, he's always encouraged me. He's always supported me. Um, he's let me try ideas, even though some of those ideas didn't always work out. He knew I had to learn some lessons on my own and, and, and allowed me to do so. 
but you know, he always supported me in, in my vision and, and the ways I wanted to grow the company. And I think it's rewarded both of us uh, you know, very kindly. Um, and, and certainly over the last bunch of years, similar to Michael, you know, it's a lot of responsibility that comes with this type of position and, and, and with success. And, you know, we have a lot of families that depend on this company uh, to feed their families. You know, I take that responsibility very, very seriously. You know, we have a few hundred employees here as well. And, um, you know, basically what I've gotten the most out of um, my leadership role, certainly over the last, you know, five, eight years or so, is, is helping other, people's, other people um, become successful, yeah. you know, coaching them, mentoring them, supporting them in the same way I was supported. And what that's done is not only... Um, made the company more successful. It's, it's just built a, a bigger loyalty, a higher quality of individual. And, and, and this goes from, you know, a salesperson in my company to a driver. You know, we've supported so many people to help grow uh, their careers. Um, and and it's, it's, it's like a family. It's, it's, it's absolutely like a family. Yeah. And that's a really, you know, important thing that you said as far as helping, because one of the reasons why I got into moving is because I enjoyed helping people, you know, and um, however I could do that, you know, I just wanted to help, whether it's, you know, carrying groceries up the stairs or, you know, you know, helping out for a day, you know, doing yard work or whatever it was. As a kid, I, I was always looking to help my friends and my neighbors and my family. And, you know, that's what I liked about the moving industry as a whole. So, you know, you said it, Anthony and Michael, you, you said it too. When we're able to help our, you know, coworkers and employees, grow themselves and, you know, take care of their families. It's a very rewarding experience. So, you know, not only are we helping our clients, um, you know, through a very strenuous move process, but we're also helping our employees grow as people and as families and, and so on and so forth. So I think that's a foundation of, uh, you know, every mover out there is, is really, they're just looking to help and moving's our way to do it. You know, I, I think I can speak for all of us when I say, you know, we weren't blessed with the commitment to the, to, you know, hitting the books and stuff like that. So, you know, becoming doctors and lawyers and helping in that way probably wasn't in the cards for us, but, you know, we, we found our route and, and, you know, that was in moving and, um, you know, we, we've done so much so far. I shouldn't say me, but you gentlemen have done so much so far. Um, what I'm really interested in too is, you know, Michael, where do you see the future of the business? You know, because you said predictability from the client side, um, you know, how are we predicting the future of the industry and, and, you know, what we've seen coming out of the, you know, the, the pandemic and, and where we see the future of the office going and, and work in general, what is your opinion on how we're going to see, uh, you know, the future of the business and how we can continue to grow? Well, I need a minute to get over my 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 shock that you just reached out and swept me into your poor grades in K through twelve. With some thought of that was all of us. <laughs> that wasn't you. That wasn't you. I can't imagine. No, I did okay. Honestly. I did okay. I got by. I had like a B plus average. You know, I did. I did enough. You know, I did enough. Yeah, yeah you know, um, one of the things I, I love when I'm at Anoma anything is is to get those is to get away from the groups and grab an Anthony or grab a David Blair or grab a John Flood or, or the different people that Doug Hollings has and get a private moment, a private breakfast. And one of the things I like to do in the midst of that, because this is core to the way that we come together and then we turn into this rock hard exterior. 
it's what are the roots to the inside of that and and um, and to hear their stories you know my my story was just poor kid out of montana south dakota um went to war you know i'm i'm old enough that i was in the last part of vietnam and 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 then the cold war and and then coming home and i worked during the day went to college at night got through college jack and and um actually had a career i i i was doing just fine and then in the course of a single day i i got the highest award bell atlantic offered and got fired uh 18 hours later so there's talent in that kind of thing <laughs> and and woke up the following morning being sure that i'd never be fired for being right again and starting a technology company called move solutions where the owen move was the symbol of an atom the pcs were brand new and that's all we wanted to do was disconnect reconnect pcs at 150 bucks a pop what's it go for today about 21 <laughs> yeah something but, like but we all have these stories and we find ourselves in the moving industry. And, and again, this, this is connected to OMA because as a country, we think of moving as low brow, low tech, just, just what you said, all the losers fall their way into it. You got to work on that, Jack. That's just not I true. wasn't saying anything. <laughs> okay. So, and we build something in the midst of that. And, and, and invariably you find whether it's my story, Anthony's story, when you start talking about that something, you start hearing an awareness of brand and how vital it is to, to defend your brand, how vital it is to understand that relationships are everything, how vital it is to understand that process, process, process is the way you bring an eclectic work product working population together and to get an expected outcome so you know so i'm not sure how this is, is hitting what you look for there but all of that comes together with a commonality when you start bumping into oma members because they've worked their way through the barriers and hurdles before they're ever allowed to be an oma member i was in a meeting with anthony yesterday of the highest level for a moment where we were told that um, OMSA has received 58, I believe it was, applications year to date. They're considering one. Right. The, 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 the hurdle has gotten higher just to be an OMA member in the midst of all the, the, uh, uh, the advancements that, that we're making. Yeah. Yeah, that is an impressive part, impressive part of it, too, because people are seeing the writing on the wall, you know, with this organization as a whole. It's well, Jack, I got to tell you, the first part of that application is a reading test. So, I mean, I'd be let me preface what I was saying there, Michael. And, and let me also say I was a B plus student in high school. I think I got a B in college. You know, I was very much. I'm a relationship person. Let's put it that way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. There's the, there's the foundation that I'm talking about. You know, I wasn't going to be uh, cubed up in a, in a dorm room, you know, reading uh, whatever. But you, you see, know. when you throw something like that out there, the New York in me comes out. That's right. That's right. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. But no, you're absolutely right. And the, 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 the level of excellence um, that is needed to be a part of OMA um, is significant. And, uh, you know, that's not just from a, from a business, you know, perspective, but also from a personal, um, 
you know, perspective. You know, you really do have to be a quality person, get good grades, and um, you know, you know, make sure you're doing things the right way. Um, but yeah, th- this has been great, and you know, we could go on for for I think a long time. So we're certainly going to have to do this again. Um, you know, Michael, thank you so much for joining me. There was a lot of good insight today, good stories. Uh, I think the next time you come on, we're not even going to talk about moving and we're going to talk about, you know, your childhood, you know, basically the years from, uh, you know, let's say five to uh, 25 and we'll get well, those stories. I wanted to make sure that we all understood that, that the people that uh, my story isn't so unique. You know, we we end up in the moving industry, which is difficult. You know, I, I've worked in, I've had a couple of careers and, and one of the things that Anthony and I have to do is we, we have to lead um, work populations in an environment where there is rarely a satisfaction moment. Right. You, you, you know, one of the things that, that comes with doing this as a living is that there's rarely a moment where you can pause, look at that and say, wow look what we did and look what we did well, because that day's 100 more is pressing on you. And, and so we, we've had to deliver, you know, based upon our backgrounds, whether it's uh, scholar or, or military or just vagabond on the earth, we've got to use all of that, weave it all together in life's loom to where we lead people based upon the future, almost never the moment. Right. And, and I'm telling you, the future of, I know um, Anthony's firm is bright because we know them well. We, we see all the right things taking place. I'm reasonable, reasonably confident Move Solutions is going to continue to do well, uh, enough that my daughters are growing up in the middle of it. And that's a significant responsibility right there is, is that when you, A, allow your children to work within a family business, I'd like to think that every parent wants to think that they're allowing that because it's in their child's best interest, which provides another layer of we have to be excellent. Yep. And, and um, you know, you see a lot of that around them. So. Certainly. And yeah, you know, Amy and Megan have done a, a really incredible job and, you know, to grow the business, you know, and, and, and be part of, you know, that, uh, that hurdle, you, you mentioned it, and I'm going to use the same analogy to continue to get higher and, you know, that level of excellence. So, yeah, and I'm, you know, I'm very uh, happy to not only know you, but, but them as well. And, you know, again, as, as young individuals in this business, um, the sky's the limit where we can take it. And I'm glad to know that, you know, we have partners like you and I get to work with, with people like, you know, Megan and Amy. Um, it's a reward for me. And, uh, you know, I, I'm very, very excited for what's to come. So, you know, Michael, thank you again. Anthony, thank you. Uh, and genu- genuine, or gentlemen, gentlemen, on, onward and upward, uh, you know. Uh, all right, guys. Next time we do right. this, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk it over, all right? Time, yeah, me too. Yeah. This was great. Thanks again, gentlemen, all right? Have a good day. Take care. Bye.